Hello, I'm Dr. Margaret and welcome to my show, Journey into an Unknown World. I've been doing a lot of these shows now for several months. I've been doing two shows a month and uh, I've chosen a lot of subjects that have given everyone an opportunity to think about many different things. Those of you who have listened before know that I try to put a new slant on things that people talk about and today I thought I'd choose the subject of reincarnation. Now I know a lot of you don't probably even believe that you've lived before and uh, those of you who do probably think that you have had relationships with family members before have romantic notions and connotations with people you've met in your life and also probably feel that somewhere in time you had an effect on history. So I thought I'd like to talk about this and uh, open up people's minds to the idea of the possibilities of reincarnation and how it affects us in our life. I know that for many people, the effect of everyday activities keeps us so busy that we don't really have time to think about why we're doing the things we're doing. But then when suddenly something happens and we stop and think about what we're doing, we get this sort of deja vu thing that makes us stop and say, you know, I feel like I've been in this place before or I feel a connection with all these people who are sitting in the room with me. I'd like to tell you a little story. It was many, many years ago now um, when I lived in England that um, a group of us came together to do an event called the World Symposium on Humanity. I was drawn into it because I was working on a magazine, Yoga Today, doing advertising and promotion and writing and doing all sorts of things. And I was also very well known as a psychic and out there doing the churches and spiritualist things as a minister and so on. And so I got involved. I really believed that at that time we should all join together in unity and share our consciousness. The idea, the plan, was to satellite all the lectures and talks between America, LA, Toronto and England, London. So a group of us came together to make it happen. Well, the interesting thing was that part of what we always did was meditate. And as we got to know one another more and more, we began to realize that we all had a common sense of unity between us as though we had been together before. And the more we meditated and the more we channeled, the more we began to understand that we had been together in ancient Egypt. Now, at that time I knew very little about ancient Egypt and wasn't really familiar with any of the pharaohs. And as we delved into it, and as I got information about that period in time and shared it with the people, they all seemed to understand that this was a dark time when people were very much into black magic of the day. And uh, that seemed so opposite from what we were doing, which was bringing light into the world. Well, of course, 
We didn't have computers then, so I had to go to the library and check it out. And that was when I found out that there were all sorts of things that went on in Egypt. I couldn't prove or disprove it, but the fact that so many of us, there were about 25 of us, who really felt this tie and all were picking up different images and memories couldn't be dismissed. As a result of that bonding, we went on to put on a very good program with very little money in a very big complex called Wembley Stadium. Well, we didn't have as many people as we thought would be there because we didn't have the money to promote and advertise. America let us down. But it didn't matter because all of us who came together found we had different skills and abilities that we went on to use in different ways. So perhaps you're listening to this and you're thinking, I have a talent or a skill that I don't quite know where it came from. You know, perhaps you have an artistic ability and suddenly find yourself able to paint, draw with such precision, yet you haven't had one lesson anywhere at all. This is an inbuilt talent. People say that we inherit these talents in our genes, and that's partly right. But it doesn't all come from there because we all have to tap into our spirit self. Now I know there are a lot of people around the world who have different religions and cultures, some of which do not believe in reincarnation and others that believe about it all the time. But whatever your thoughts are, I'm asking you to have an open mind and to think about what it is that you're able to do that you never learned in this life, but rather a digging deep into something that you don't really know where it comes from, by the way, but it's just there and you seem to have this ability which puts you out there in the world. Now, I know a lot of people like to tweet to one another, so I thought I'd share my Twitter address, which is quite simple. It's Dr. Margaret RVC. I don't use my phone, but I do use my computer. So if you'd like to talk to me about some of your experiences where you believe that you've lived before, then I'd love to hear it because I would like to write a book about it. Now, of course, let's go back into this subject. Um, your spirit self has had many interactions with many other spirits who have come to live together in one life at a given time for a given purpose. Let's go into a very deep subject. Any religious leader, Jesus, Buddha, those kinds of things. We stop and we think about these feelings we have. We think, well, I since I was there or I was watching and observing, maybe I was involved in it in some way and I felt I had a restriction or a limitation and now in this life I feel like I have to unveil that memory and of course you meditate and you try and get some pictures and maybe you do. Unfortunately a lot of people get into imagination and you have to be careful of that because we see so many movies about these kinds of people and we try and picture it the way it was shown in the movie. 
but of course it wasn't really like that. I'd like to go back, say, 10,000 years ago and think about how it was back then. So many of the things that we have today didn't exist. How would we have lived? What was it like to walk from, say, Galilee all the way on a boat across to Greece and then on up into Rome as a soldier or back the other way? How would you have survived walking and wondering where the next drink was coming from? And what would you have learned in those days? And then again, if you were in this life in a country where there's lots of umbrage, war, how are you surviving today? How much of what you did in those past lives is helping you today to deal with your issues? It's a big subject and not everyone wants to talk about it. Again, if you'd like to talk to me, maybe you'd like to go on LinkedIn. You can contact me there with the same address, Dr. Margaret, RVC, and I'll be happy to correspond with you. I even use Facebook with the same address, so I'm easy to find. Well, I looked at some of my past lives, and I'd like to talk about them for a minute. I went back, back in time, to Egypt. I mentioned it earlier. And I found myself climbing the Great Pyramid. And when I got to the top, I felt that I was surveying the entire landscape, a 360-degree view. I could see it all. There wasn't much there, mostly desert, but I could see the citadel, as I called it, and I could see all the other little small shops and things that were of the day, and all the buildings. And I knew that I was really back a great deal in the ancient times. And there wasn't so much sand as I'd seen in pictures today. And I thought for a while, oh, this must be my past life. But as I focused on it, I began to realize that what I was actually looking at was the life of Ramesses. I had connected with Ramesses and without knowing why or how at that time, it seemed to me as though his life was my life. So all the details I got later were even more interesting when I saw how as a small child, he was initiated and trained, and how he had to wear all sorts of gold things. They were very heavy, and he was a very small child, and how he was controlled by many people. And of course, once I came out of that state of awareness, I became aware of how my life in this life had been. I had seen how my parents had controlled me and told me what to do and behave, I'd seen how different cultures had been um, separated in so many different ways through class, religion, and so on, and how we were taught not to integrate. Well, it was much the same back in the ancient Egyptian times for Ramesses. And here I am looking at a similar energy. But the difference was that we were breaking boundaries. My generation was the generation that said, 
enough of separation. We want unity. And here we are today with a lot more unified situations going on. Well, perhaps you feel that you were back there in ancient Egypt, but what about the less known countries? What about Moa? Or even further back, let's say Suma? Or even further back, like the land of Mu? There's lots of people who talk about Atlantis too. And many, many people feel that they were living in that time. I've read lots of people's essays on what they believe Atlantis was like. And I often wondered why I didn't go spinning back into past lives when I tried to go there and see what I could see. Well, it never happened. So I began to realize, well, perhaps I never lived in that time. But what I actually found out in the end was that I didn't have the coding from those lives in this life. Why? Because they weren't relative to the times of now and the things that I'm doing. So for a while I was quiet about it until Master Chang came into my life. And then he began to say, you know, ancient times appreciated crystals. And crystals were used back in the Atlantean time. I thought that was very interesting. Until I learned that they were generating energy with crystals to the point of destruction. Well, of course, I wouldn't want to bring those memories and those hardships back into this life, so why would I want to tap into them? Well, if you're interested in anything like that, as I said earlier, please contact me through Twitter, Facebook, or LinkedIn, or even go to my website, sumariscenter.com, and write me a letter at rvc at gmail.com, and I will respond to you. So how do we discover our past lives? Well, perhaps you've heard about the Akashic Records. Not everyone knows what the Akashic Records are, so I'll explain it to you. The Akashic Records are the emanations of energy of everything that has ever happened in the oneness. So now perhaps you're wondering what the oneness is. I did do a show on that earlier, and it is archived. But just for those who haven't heard that, I'll explain it. Everything that anyone has done on any level of evolution, whether a high angel, ascended being, entity of some kind, or an earthbound, or you, or anyone you know, your neighbors, anyone, everything that has ever been done has been creating energy. And that energy has been stored in the oneness. And we all have access to it. So anytime you can meditate, tap into your spirit self, and through your spirit consciousness, tap into the Akashic Records, you can find out the lives that are encoded into this life. And the point of all those lives that are encoded is to make sure that you evolve spiritually. Now, I've had some people come to me and say, oh, I was back in Rome and I was a gladiator or I was Cleopatra. 
In fact, I've had so many people tell me that they were Cleopatra that it became laughable. But I began to realize that they only attuned to that because of the movie or because she was famous. But not everybody, of course, was famous back in history. But even so, we all could be aware in observation of someone who was, and we could identify with whoever was famous. And so some part of us was influenced by those people. And in this time, we are just the same. For example, we can look at American politicians, or we could look at Princess Diane in Britain, or we could say, remember the Beatles and the influence they had on us, and we could go on with a long list, I'm sure. And you will be able to say, I do really recall the influence that that person had on me, and it has affected me and the way I think and the things that I do. Well, it was no difference back in history. The common people, the senators, the lawgivers, the priests, whoever they were, had a strong influence on the general population. And every one of us, whoever we were living in those times, was in some way learning a lesson. Well, of course, the next thing is to say to yourself, well, what exactly is the lesson that I'm learning? Sometimes it's very obvious. For example, I had a client the other day who was so angry, and she was telling me that she'd seen lots of things and done lots of things and was working on her anger. But the more she talked, the more I could hear that anger. And I could see that there were many things around her that were influencing her to keep the anger going. Well, you might say, why would someone want to do that? Why would we want to be angry all the time? Well, of course, eventually we get to a point where we say, I don't want to be angry anymore. I want to be peaceful. And at that moment, we can tap into a past life where we were peaceful. For example, one of my past lives was a nun, locked in a nunnery, never seeing anyone in the world, never knowing what anyone else was doing out there, so totally sheltered, totally safe. Sounds wonderful, hmm? But actually it really wasn't because I was too innocent and I believed too much in the browbeating of what all the other nuns told me to say, think and feel. So it didn't really do me much good. But when I passed on, went back into the spirit world, I had a big long look at that and said to myself, I am never going to let anyone tell me what to do again. And yes, I do have that life encoded into this one. And yes, if someone tells me what to do, up comes my will, up comes my need to protect myself, and at the same time, out comes all my reasons to not give in to their battering in some way and to find my own pathway. So what does that tell me? It tells me to be independent. So when I look at some of my past lives, I'm really very interested in how I can be even more independent. Now that doesn't mean I have to live on my own, nor does it mean that I have to reject other people. But what it does do is say, think of my own spirit, think of my own destiny, and think of the things that I want to do.
Perhaps you are at that point in your life where you would like to have a past life reading. Now, there are lots of people who give you one. They'll say something like, oh, you lived in Italy, or you lived in Samoa, or South America, and you did this and that. And it sounds interesting, and you go home and say, wow, you know, I was a Samoan. But does it really help? Well, of course, if they don't show you and tell you what your lessons were then, and how they're influencing you in this life, it doesn't really give you too much information to work with. And then what happens? It just slips into your unconscious and it's lost. So if you'd like to have a reading with me, I'll be happy to do that for you because I am a channel medium and I can tap into the Akashic Records and I can tell you the lives that were encoded into your soul structure. I did a show on that before. So you can go there and listen to that to find out about the soul structure. And then I can tell you how it affects your personality and character in this life and how you have all these skills and talents from these past lives. But let's go on to the dark side for a minute. You know, we're not all so perfect and pure. It's hard in this life to think that you could have killed someone or that you could have caused damage in some way to someone's property, etc. But the truth is, we all had to reincarnate in different lives, and some of those were bad. By that I mean that you were taught to behave in a bad way. You were emotionally and mentally pushed to believe certain things and do certain things, and sometimes your own rationality has told you how to be and what to do. Let's take someone very uh, aggressive. Let's talk about Khan. There was no mercy there. His soldiers had to do what they were told to do or die. And as a result, the mirror image of that act of murder was that everyone who followed him murdered too. And in those days, they thought that was good because they were following their leader. And yes, we look at today and we see terrorism. And we see these people who really believe that that's why they're here, to do those things. And it doesn't matter how much you tell them this is wrong, they're going to argue with you because they have been taught to believe what they believe and then hypnotize themselves in an alpha state to believe that's their destiny. And that brings me to another point. Perhaps some of you are wondering, what is my destiny? Again, if you're interested in knowing that, I can help you. I did talk last time about readings and the things that you can get people to help you with. And I'll be happy to help you with that if you'd like. Again, you can get hold of me on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, or on my website, sumaricenter.com. All you have to do is search Dr. Margaret RVC, and my Gmail is the same. Now, let's go back to choice. In every life that we've lived, we always choose whatever it is we want to do according to the situation, the lifestyle we're living, the people we're living in, the way of the times, our sexual expression, the way our mind worked, and the way our emotions responded. So 
in this life it's the same. But the difference is, we've all spiritually evolved a lot. We were all in the first spiritual age of illusion and evolvement. I want you to hear the word illusion. It's very easy to imagine all sorts of things and to associate those illusions as a reality. Well, there was a lot of that going on back in the ancient times because everyone believed that there was an almighty God or gods who were very powerful, who could strike us down. So we had rituals, we had routines, we had ways to behave to protect ourselves from them. And here we are now in what is called the Aquarian Age, which I have also been teaching my students about the second spiritual age. The second spiritual age has moved us on. We're no longer inquisitive in the sense of what am I going to do if the gods turn up. We're much more aware of ourselves now. We want to know how we can ascend in vibration, how we can unify our spirit with other spirits, how we can congregate together in unity and rebuild this world and of course tap into the oneness and tap into our past lives and tap into our spirit guides and make a change in our consciousness on earth. And at the same time, our spirit guides who are all part of the unity of the oneness are also doing the same. So as we awaken to ourselves as a spirit entity and to the realization that we have past lives that we've lived before, we also have to realize that our spirit guides have done the same. And some of them have been great leaders. Some of them have been influential in supporting the great leaders. One of my spirit guides that helps me to do this radio show, in fact, is Cornelius Tacitus, who lived 60 AD about and goes on for several years. And he recorded the history of Rome. He's a very fine man, and he uses that life to talk to me. But I also know he was Ramesses, and that's how I got the influence of his past life. And then I found out later that he was also Moses. So what a powerful spirit guide I have. Now for some of you who might be Jewish, you might be saying, oh dear, you can't possibly have been channeling Moses because he is such a great spiritual leader. But the truth is, we've all been great leaders. We've all had our moments of power. We've all listened to God in different ways. And we've all had a great influence on different people in our surroundings. So why shouldn't we reincarnate over and over again as a leader? Or why shouldn't we reincarnate over and over again as a follower? We need followers in order to make leaders. And that is a very important part of the evolution of a spiritual self. So let's stop and bring that down to an earthly level. Have a look at your family. Maybe you feel that you don't get along with them and that somewhere in some history you maybe were enemies together in a past life. And maybe by being enemies you challenged one another, you faced issues, you grew spiritually 
and when you got back into the spirit world you made friends and said wow that was a good life we really both learned a great deal so now let's process that life let's bring it into a unity and in a later life we'll come together again and we'll try it all out again with a new perspective in my book the way to oneness i talk about what perspective is like from the oneness and i use the metaphor of a room imagine you've got cameras every foot apart whether it's high or low floor or ceiling every wall is covered and there are two people sitting in that room and they have to go through the same action every time which is to walk across the room pick up a book walk back to their seat and sit down and every time they do this you have to look through one of the cameras and watch them well of course you're only going to see a little bit of the point of view of the room and the action of the two people doing it and every time these two people do it they may do it slightly differently even though they try to do it the same and over time when they do it their emotions may change their point of view about why they're doing it in the room and the reasons that people are watching them and so on so that's what reincarnation is all about it gives us a chance to look at different angles on different situations or the same situation it gives us a chance to shift our point of view and allow ourselves to get a different edge on the emotions of who we are at that time and then directly hit a button somewhere through those emotions into our spirit self and say why am I alive? Why am I living here? What's the purpose of my life? Well if you'd like to know more about your purpose in life and you'd like to discuss your issues about reincarnation I'll be happy to hear from you. Just write to me at drmargaretrvc at gmail.com or contact me on Twitter or LinkedIn and Facebook and I will reply to you. I don't ignore anyone. Why? Because maybe you were in my life in the past and maybe you were a part of my history. One last thing I'd like to add to you. We know the earth is billions of years old. So how about thinking about yourself as an alien on another planet, in another dimension? Maybe some of you do feel that. Maybe you feel you were on the planet, or star as we call it now, Artura. Or maybe the Pleiades or somewhere like that. Well, yes, there are and were other existences and spirits still aware of those times who are part of your soul group who are spirit guides and who will share that feeling of that existence and if you're really that ancient then I'm sure you are a spiritual leader and in some way are trying to help people find themselves and may even be doing past life readings yourself Whatever skills you've had from energy assessed from past lives as aliens, I'm sure you'll understand that we come from a different dimension. The more you ascend in consciousness, the more you awaken to your spiritual identity, then the more you're likely to find those ancient lives. But 
it comes at a cost. You have to let go of the worries, the trials, the tribulations of everyday living. You have to put that on the shelf and say to yourself, it's unimportant right now. I'm just going to trust my spirit, go into meditation, and then let my spirit guide show me images of my past lives. When you see them, it will be as though you are either following your person around right behind their back, watching the action, like watching a movie, or you are suddenly that person in that time doing those things. If you start seeing things like, say, guns in ancient Rome, then you know you're in illusion and fantasy. Where is that? That's in the fourth Akashic Records. All sorts of people have had all sorts of illusions, and yes, those are recorded too. So be careful. You don't want to go into the wrong situation and get the wrong ideas. So don't go with ideas. Go with feelings. Trust your instincts. Trust your intuition. Trust your spirit guides and meditate. If you don't know how to meditate, then I do have a book available on Amazon called 50 Spiritually Powerful Meditations. They all work. All you have to do is read the text out slowly. Have it on your own recorder and listen to it. Follow your own voice in your own direction and surrender to your spirit guides and then you'll have the unity that you need and who knows what you'll see. But whatever you do see, it will be something that's relative to this life and it will give you an answer to some issue you're dealing with and as a result of it there will be a transition a change in your attitude and the way you see the people in your life this now is a time of transformation and change the planets are causing us to move our energy the earth is wobbling it's affecting our magnetic polarity and therefore it's affecting you. So if you feel enraged about an issue or lost and miserable, stop and say to yourself, I can either fall into the negative or I can take a deep breath, open my eyes, look around, look at the beauty of this world, see it, find it and feel it in my life and then tell myself, I'm not going to go down the negative pathway. As soon as you can do that, to relax and meditate, you'll find your spirit guides will be with you. As I've said throughout this program, you can contact me on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, or on my website, sumaricenter.com. Don't forget, my address is Dr. Margaret RVC. So I hope you'll contact me because I'd really love to hear your stories about your meditations and the things that you've seen about your past lives. And if you can't figure out why you've seen them, I'll be happy to help you. I'll explain what it is. Some of the things you'll remember may be symbolic and even that is important too. Reincarnation is a big subject and I've only given you a short intro to it. If you'd like to hear more, again, write to me and let me know, and I'll be happy to do another show. If you've enjoyed listening to this show, then you might be interested in downloading 
some of my other shows from the archive shows on iTunes, which are free. So I really want to say thank you to all those who have been following my show and I'm extremely grateful if you could retweet any information about the show so that other people can get some help because that's the point of this show. I really want to help as many people as I can. So once again, thank you for listening to the show and I hope that you'll continue to listen in the future. Remember, contact me with your information. Blessings and goodbye.